Ketubot daf pe aleph. The last thing we're discussing was a question. Shomeret yabam. That means a woman's husband passes away, no kids. She's supposed to get married to Shimon. She didn't get married to Shimon yet, and now she passed away. Who has to bury her? Is it Reuben's family because they inherited her ketubah money, or is it her family have to bury her, her father and whoever is connected to her father because they inherit all that money that they put into the dowry? And with that, we're starting Peyamud Bet, second to last line. Last two words on that line where it says Amarav. Now we're on the last line. Amarav Amram. Tashema. So we're going to try to answer from the following Baita. Shomerat Yabam Shemeta. A Shomerat Yabam that passed away. Yorshea, Yorsheketubata, Hayavin Mikvurata. Those who inherit her, the ones who get her Ketubamani, are the ones who have to bury her. And Amarav Baye. Now we also have a Mishnah like that. Almana nizonet minichse yatomim, and Almana gets her food from the assets of the yatomim. Whatever she makes, she gives to the yatomim. Ve'en chayavin bikvurata, and they are not chayav to bury her. They don't have to pay for it because they don't get her ktuba. Rather, yorshea yorshek ktubata chayavin bikvurata. Rather, those who inherit her, those who inherit her ktuba. Have to bury her, and we are, we are trying to be mindayek. It says Yorshea, Yorsheketubata. It sounds like we're talking about a woman who has two Yorshim, and only one of them is, uh, gets her ktuba, and that person has to uh, uh, bury her. So what's an almana with two Yorshim? We're talking about Shomeret Yabam. Why? You have the, the Yorshim of the husband and Yorshim of her father. They are both Yoreshot. Whoever gets the ktuba, other ones are responsible for her burial. And Amarava Velema. Ah, Why can't the brother the Yabam say, "Listen, I'm Yoresh, my brother. I'm not Yoresh, his uh, his wife." Meaning that that manema time that he has to give, I'll pay it. But I never got all the extra stuff that that my that his wife brought into this marriage. I never got those lands, the nichset, son brazel, the milog, all that stuff that he would enjoy the fruit. I never got it. I don't want to have to bury her. So Amade Abaye, Abaytaz Rabam, the reason he has to bury her is Mishum Debain Alav Mishnitz. We come to him from from two aspects. Meaning you have to bury her one way or another. Imahivyoresh, if you inherit your brother's uh, assets, then you then you have to bury his wife. That's part of your brother's responsibility. That's part of your responsibility. And the im and no kobertishton. If you don't want to bury her, you ten ketubata, pay her ketuba, and that's it. Because that money for ketuba, that money, my time, it's uh, it corresponds to the the hayuv of him having to bury her. And if you don't want to bury her, fine, give it to someone else, and they'll take care of it. Amar le so rabat This is my real question. Why can't the yabam say ahan yoresh? I'm inheriting my brother, not his wife, and therefore I don't want to bury his wife. The ktuba wasn't meant to get paid while she was alive, meaning while she was alive, it was by me, she never asked for it, and therefore she never had any possession of her ktuba. it's always in my hand, and I never inherited it from her. It was from my brother to me. I kept all that money by me. She never had anything with that money at my time. She never had her hands on it. It was always by me. So now, Abaye explains that Which Tana did you hear who is Doresh de Ketuba with the exact language? In the Ketuba, it says when you get married to someone else, you get your Ketuba. And you understand that, that you don't get the Ketuba while, while, uh, while she's still alive. Because she can't marry someone else. 
So who's that Tana? Bet Shammai, he's the one who says you go into the language of the, of the, of the Ketubah. Vishamin and Lehu, but we heard the Bet Shammai. That a contract that is, uh, someone's about to exact payment from, it's as if the payment has already been paid up. Ketubah is the same thing as any other loan document. The fact that it says over here that uh, person A owes this woman Matai uh, Mane, it's as if she already took it. Meaning she already has possession over that 200 money. So don't come and tell me, oh, she never had her hand on it. She never had a possession. Therefore, I don't want to give it to her and I don't want to bury her. And how do we know Bet Shammai says this? If a sota, his husband passed away before she drank the water. Bet Shammai says she gets her ketubah and she doesn't have to drink because the pasuk says, and the man is not there, therefore no drinking. Once the process starts, either you drink or you don't get your ketubah. And we have a question. How can you say, he can, she can't drink because uh, it says that he has to bring the woman to the Kohen. He's not alive. Hashem said that and he, he's not there to do this. Ella, what's the Perush in Betila's words? She can't drink. She doesn't get her Ketubah either because there's a Safek over here and uh, and the Yoshim are holding it Vadai and a Safek cannot take out of Vadai. She's a Safek if she was Mizana or not. Here's your Shimar holding that money, and uh, they don't have to give her. And here's the proof. Bet Shammai omrim notlot ketubah veloshotot. Bet Shammai says they get the ketubah and she doesn't drink. Ve'amai, why? Sefakao, it's all safek, safek, zanai, safek, lo zanai. It's a question, what she means now or not. Bekate, safek, umotzimi, the vadai. Comes a safek and takes out from the vadai. She's a safek if she was mizana or not, that she got a ketubah or not. And she comes and she takes out of the, the, the Yoshim. Rather, you have to say that a contract that is meant to be pulled out, like a ketubah over here, it's as if it was already been uh, exacted already. And you have to say the same thing over here with the Yabam and Yabama. Since she has a ketubah, it's as if she already, she already has possession over that money on my time, and therefore you have to bury her. Now, the Gemara says, how could you say that she has a uh, possession over that ketubah money? But if we're going into the Tuba's language, don't we need when you get married to someone else, then you will get what is owed to you, Vilek, and you don't have that because uh, she didn't get married to anyone else. So, once she's under that Yabam, once she's under Shimon, she's considered under someone else. Meaning, even if they weren't actually together yet, it's considered as if they were in regards to the Ketubah. Now, the Gemara goes back to Abaye's explanation, where he told the Rabbah that the Yabam has to bury uh, the Yabama because the Ketubah, it's as if it was already extracted while she's alive. It's as if she's already holding the money. So let's go back a second. One, after Abaye explained that to Rabbah, Shalach le Rabbah le Abaye, Rabbah responded back, Beyad Rav Shemaya Bazera, the messenger was Rav Shemaya Bazera, Uminitna Ketubah ligabot mechayim. Can a Ketubah really be extracted from the Yabam while she's alive? Hatanya Rabbi Abah Omer, Shalti et Sumchos. I asked uh, Sumchos, a Yabam who was with the Yabamah, if he wants to sell his his brother's assets, 
How could you do that? Because once he gets married, all of the assets are connected to her ketubah. So the Gemara explains, Im Kohen, if the Abam is a Kohen, he can't divorce her and, and then remarry her. Then Yaseh Seuda, he should make a nice Seuda. This way you uh, get her drunk, Vifayes, and then uh, get her uh, relaxed, and then uh, get her to agree that uh, she, he's allowed to sell anything over whatever her Ketubah is. So anything after the 52,000 that's in the Ketubah, then he, he could sell that. Let's get her to agree. Divorce her, sell whatever you want to sell, and then bring her back. Now, here's the thing. And if you want to say that that a ketubah can be extracted, or it's considered as if it was extracted while he, she's alive, he's alive, then why do you have to divorce her and bring her back? Set aside the shiur for ketubah, put that in escrow, and then uh, the rest sell. The Gemara says, yeah, but according to you, why do you, you just ask the same question on our Mishnah? It says in the Mishnah, you now tell a woman that your Ketubah money is on the table, and then I'm going to sell the rest. All of the brother's assets are connected to this woman's Ketubah. So the Gemara explains, the reason we didn't ask it from the Mishnah, because Hatam in that Mishnah, it's Aitzatova Kamashman. We're giving you good advice. Don't set aside uh, a- actual movable objects uh, for Ktubah because they might get lost. Now you have to write a new Ktubah. Or, like Tosfot explains, listen, when you once you, you put the money aside, that already becomes uh, an area where they can already start arguing on, and that's Segula uh, to get uh, the divorce. So therefore, don't set it aside. Just don't sell anything. Because if you, because if you don't say that, Sefa, when the, the end of the Mishnah says, A man does not tell his wife, Your ketubah is on the table. All of a person's assets are connected to his wife's ketubah. And with his wife, Even, You're going to say the same thing with a regular husband and wife. If a man wants to sell his, his assets, he's not allowed to. Rather, it's just a good idea. Don't do that because it's going to cause fights. Same thing with the Yabamah. It's just good advice. But you can't prove that you can't take the Ketubah while everyone's still alive. That's why he didn't bring it from the Mishnah. It could be it's just good advice. And the Gemara ends off. Rather, the question of Rabbi Abba from the Braita still stands. If you could take the ketubah while uh, while he while she's alive, why don't you set aside some money and that will be the ketubah money and everything else he could sell? So the Gemara explains, we have to say that ketubah you could take while you're alive. The is not a question. The reason we don't do that is because mishum eva is because once you set aside money for the wife's ketubah. That's going to cause fighting in between them. She's going to see the money. She's going to start talking. He's going to start yelling. And then we're going to cause a whole fight. Therefore, it's better not to do such a thing. Meaning, technically you could do it. But for fighting, don't do it. And the Gemara says a story. A person, uh, his, his brother uh, passed away. His wife fell to him. And the younger brother... He wanted uh, a hand in the in all the inheritance money, so he was about to throw a get and make her pasul to the other brother. 
So the older brother told the younger brother, what, What's going on here? You want some money? I'll split the money with you. Relax. Don't, don't make her asur to me. And Amar of Yosef, you should just know. And since Hachamim said, you're not allowed to sell the assets of Yabam because the money is connected to the woman's ketubah, even though he already sold it, whatever he did doesn't count, and the gift doesn't count. And the Tanya We have a we have a bright that says if a person passed away, left the Yabama, he didn't have any kids, he left his wife, and he left a hundred mane. Even though her ktuba is only one mane, do not sell anything. Because all of his assets are connected to this woman's ktuba. And Whenever Hachamim said, do not sell, is it the Zabin, Do you really want to tell me that if he sold, it doesn't count as a sale? We learned in the Mishnah at the beginning of the Spirit that if a woman had uh, assets full to her once she got engaged, and they both agree that if she sold, it counts. It doesn't. We don't say. Uh, oh, it doesn't count. So why, by the woman, it counts, and over here the guy can't sell his brother's things, and if he sold, it doesn't count. So the Gemara says over Shalhua bar Papi. So they sent this whole story to Rabbi Hanina bar Papi. Is the halachalik of Yosef that everything is canceled out, or is it like Abaye that it counts? Shalha and Rabbi Hanina bar Papi sent the halachas kederav Yosef. And it doesn't count. And Amar Abaye Atur Rabbi Hanina Bar Papi Kipe Tala La. Did Rabbi Hanina Bar Papi put nose rings on what Rav Yosef said? He means he didn't add anything to it. He didn't strengthen what he said. He just said the same thing. So Shalhu Alakamed Rav Minyomi Bered Rav Nahumi. So they sent the same question to Rav Minyomi Bered Rav Nahumi, and Shalha and he answered back. Kid Abaye Alachazak Abaye that the sale stands. If he did sell, it counts. But he also added, if Rav Yosef added anything, then send it to me. So now, Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef went and looked into it, and he found the Tanya. This is a bright Brother B owes brother A money, and brother A now passes away. And brother A left the Shomeret Yabam, Yabama. Loyal, my brother B can't say, Ah, since I'm the inheritor, I grabbed everything and I don't owe any money anymore. No, you don't say that. We take the money out of brother B, the Yabam, and we use that money. We buy land. So this way it can be connected to the Ketubah. And he could eat the fruits of that land. And we see over here that even though he grabbed onto it, we tell him, no, you didn't grab onto it. Whatever you did doesn't count. Meaning, if you would sell it, also it wouldn't count. Same idea. So you'd be, the halacha would be like Rav Yosef. So now, maybe they did something better. They just gave him good advice, use the money for land, so this way the money doesn't go away. We have a Tana that says you pull it out of his hand and you're saying that they just gave him good advice. 
So after Rav Yosef brought proof to his words from a Braita, they sent uh, the, this proof to Rav Minyomi, Bered Rav Nehomi, and Amalehu Hachi, Amar Yosef, Rav Minyomi, Amar Nehman, Zo, and Am Mishnah. This Braita is not a Mishnah that was brought up in the Midrash for Hachamim. You can't rely on it, and therefore you can't bring a proof. So Gemara says, "My Tama, why is that not Mishnah? Meaning, why is it not strong enough to bring a proof? If it's because you want to tell me that the money he owed his brother is movable objects, and usually movable objects, they don't you don't connect them to Ktuba. Ktuba you can only exact from from real property. You can't take from movable objects." That's not a question. Maybe this is according to Rabbi Meir. holds that movable objects are connected to Ktuba. She could exact payment from movable objects. You want to tell me the reason it's not a good, this Braita is no good. Because you're not my claimant, meaning I have no connection to you. I borrowed money from my brother. I don't owe you anything, and therefore you can't claim anything in a betin. But then again, I could say Dilma Rabinatani. Maybe, maybe it's not a problem. Maybe it's not so bad. Maybe it's Rabinatan. Rabinatan Omer how do we know if someone is owed money by someone, and the person who is owed the money, he owes someone else money? How do we know? How do we know that we give from person three and we give them to person one? You have to give the money to whoever is being guilted. Meaning person and number one, he gave to number two, number two gave to, to number three, so number three should give to number one because he's the one guilted. So maybe the Mishnah is like him and therefore since your uh, since uh, this Yabam, brother B, he owed money to the brother A and brother A owes money to the Yabama, so brother B should owe the, the Yabama money also. And it's a good Mishnah. Ela, the Gemara explains the reason it's not a Mishnah because lo ashkehan tana de mahamir tere humrae bichtuba. We don't have a tana who does who is strict on two levels when it comes to ktuba. To be strict, number one is to, to get money from movable objects, and number two also from person three to person one. We're supposed to be sort of leaning to the Ketuba. It's Ela, Ike Rebbe Meir. Oh, it's like Rebbe Meir, that Metal Telin is connected to Ketuba. Ike Rebbe Natan, that, uh, that person three pays number one. Therefore, Amar Abayim Ken, if that's the case, Hainu Shalman Alele Abayi Deman. And now I understand what Abayi said about this Braita, Zo'ena Mishnah, Velo Yada'ana Mahi. And now I understand why Abayi said that's not a Mishnah, meaning it's no good. And I didn't understand what he was saying. Now I understand because there's no such Tanah who holds two stringencies when it comes to Ketubah. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen Amen.